to another episode of Terrible Tirades. Today we'll be discussing a nuisance that most people will have to put up with at some point or another, bad neighbors. Of course, I'm joined by my good friends Paul and Adam, but I'm also joined by my brother Dale, who hasn't been on an episode in a couple episodes, I believe. How are you guys all doing today? Not spectacular. Pretty good. Excellent. I got my chocolate uncle. So what does that say? I mean, I assume that means that you're very happy. I'd be happy if I had a chocolate uncle. Eh. I need to alliterate that more. A chocolate dunkle, not a chocolate uncle. But a, a chocolate cho- dunkle. Yes. Because <laughs> I said it fast and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Pause. I, know I must pronunciate. Um, so, as I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about bad neighbors. I know you guys all have some banger stories to talk about, and I don't have nearly as good, at least in my opinion. But we're going to try something new at the beginning of this episode. We're going to actually talk about some current affairs, and one specifically, because it popped up into my Facebook feed, I think, is where I saw it today. And I could not believe what I was reading. And if you looked into the Discord today, you've probably already seen the article that I'm about to talk about. But there is currently a bill proposed by the Massachusetts House of Representatives that would allow prisoners to shorten their prison sentences by donating healthy organs while incarcerated. If passed, it could potentially shorten the length of their sentence anywhere from 60 days to a year. (laughs) What are your thoughts on this? Well, I think we all need to thank Alex Jones profusely for breaking this story to us. Um. (laughs) You know, if I didn't check Truth Social as often as I do, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be seeing this. So, you know, yeah, I think kudos. that article that I published was from MIT. That's the best part. Like, it's not actually from Alex Jones. It's from MIT. MIT Technology Review. That's where it's from. Yeah. Does everybody think that this is a bad thing? I hope so, because there are many reasons why it's bad. I think we can all come together as a country on why this is wrong. If you think of nothing else, right? So besides of like people who have committed crime, I want you to think about the general poverty level in the prison system in America. Would you, would it be fair to say that the general population in prison are impoverished individuals. Yeah. So it's not much of a stretch to say that this bill is directly targeting the impoverished class of America. Makes me think of that one uh, short article written by Jonathan Swift about, hey, you know, the rich already own all of the Irish people. Why don't they just eat them as well? And hey, their skin's awful soft. We can make bags out of them. Only now it's real and we have science. See, I was looking at it uh, from the perspective of, would I do that to get out of jail time? Hell no. <laughs> Hard pass. I was I was like, well, maybe, until I didn't actually like read the article. You just said that they were thinking of doing it for 60 days to one year. That is not nearly enough time. 
it would have to be at least two years off my sentence. At least. What? Also, what is the... Depends on how long you're in for, too. What... Well, what is the uh, importance, like, how do you scale how much someone gets off of their sentence? Like, a kidney gives you half a year? Like, a liver? Like, I don't... Yeah, what are they taking other than a kidney that Spleen. you can survive without? If you give your heart, you can get out now, but not in the way you think. <laughs> there was... um. Not to rip off of this podcast, but I really like the Distractable podcast. Uh, it's Markiplier, his podcast, um, the YouTuber. And they had this episode where they mentioned something called teratomas. Have you ever heard of a teratoma? Is it like a pterodactyl? A teratoma is is a growth inside of somebody. And these growths, they have... Stem cells that create teeth, bones, uh, fingers, ears, like just different parts of a human body because of, uh, I don't know why. I'm not going to pretend like I understood or understand why that these things happen, but they do happen. And they're basically like tumors, right, inside of you. But whenever they get removed, they have teeth that form, they have jaws that formed, they have all these other stuff, and they they were talking about the potential of like, what if you were to be able to like perfect the teratoma science and make people like organ vending machines essentially like, oh this this is the teratoma guy for ears, or this is the teratoma guy for uh, this organ that we need commonly, and that's what came to my mind immediately whenever I read this article. I was like, oh my god, they're literally doing the teratoma thing. <laughs> teratoma they're trying to just like mass produce organs by like growing them on someone I mean that's that's their joke right in that other yeah. podcast that's their, if you could like perfect growing a teratoma for a specific reason yeah on the other hand like maybe I, I don't know how this works but like maybe like some guys like some kind of raging alcoholics like if you give us a kidney which is probably worthless. We're just going to throw it in the garbage. You can get out soon. Because then he goes out and tries to get drunk and just dies. And then, hey, we're rid of him without executing him. I don't know. I like this whole uh, cancer pinata idea with the teratomas. <laughs> you know, just... I don't like that at all. I think there needs to be, like, a kind of a warning before we talk about that. Like... All this shit with the teeth. <laughs> I watched the movie Teeth. Hell no. I was just thinking about that one. I've not, I've not seen that. Don't. You'll never unsee it if you do. Uh, it I makes won't. you hurt in your no-no square. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won't. I won't see it. I promise. The scene with the dog. Oh, no. Oh, no. Why'd you have to bring that one up? Why couldn't it's you stick the... with the scenes with people? <laughs> oh man yeah I guess uh, I, I don't even want to watch it for reference to know what you guys are talking about I'm not going to either smart man yeah thank you alright well we somehow got off of track by talking about the one article that I brought up for current events but anyway that's bad right I, I think everybody can relate like uh, if my neighbor wanted to harvest my organs that's bad 
it is bad that uh you know it's like coercion from the prisoners but um on the other hand you know lack of organ donation is like a huge problem and we should explore options they bring that up in the article i'm curious if you guys had to take a guess what political side of the aisle do you think proposed this bill republican or democratic i i would have said republican five years ago but the democrats are so crazy lately i think democrat probably i don't yeah i don't think republicans would do that because what side of the aisle i don't know it sounds like someone right in the middle if we would say that well i'll just go ahead and let you know it was uh a democrat it was a democratic push it, i mean it hasn't obviously it hasn't been signed in the law but it's still up for vote by the house of representatives but it's, it's crazy that it's made it that far even that something someone put pen to paper and made something of that nature and it, it's not immediately been kicked out as a just ludicrous idea all right well let's talk about the topics of the day um bad neighbors i have something relevant to this conversation um not that i have bad neighbors right now my neighbors attached to the house that i live in is they're amazing oh they're great people they subscribe to your podcast don't they no um but he hates you we have a shared spot for guest parking and that guests or like shared spot has been taken up by someone who used to live across from me so it wasn't even like in front of their home and they had abandoned a vehicle there now this vehicle i've only been here for about five months but my neighbor has been here for well over a year and a half that vehicle have, has been there abandoned, not touched, or moved for over a year, just sitting there. It wasn't like a bad-looking vehicle. Apparently, it didn't run. That was the issue, I, I guess, because the guy had valid tags on it. He like Legally, it was good to drive. He just couldn't because of mechanical issues, I guess. I don't know. But the guy who owned the vehicle moved out two months ago. And just left the car. <laughs> and I, like, I, I've called the MPs, military police, numerous times, like, please tow this vehicle. And they finally tagged it. In the tag, um, after they tag it, you have 72 hours to move the vehicle. They came out Monday or Tuesday, Tuesday, and they were like, oh, we lost the paperwork to tow it. It had been tagged for a month. And they're like, yeah, we lost the paperwork. So here's it. We just put a new tag on it, put a brand new tag. And they're like, we'll be here. We'll be there Friday to tow it. Through the grace of God, they show up on Friday and they towed this thing out. I was so happy just because, you know, I've had, uh, Dale, you've come up to visit. Yeah, I've seen that vehicle. In-laws. Like I've had people that come to visit me now because I finally live close to people. And they can't park in the, like, secure parking area because of this stupid vehicle. And we have to park in the rain gutter instead. Yeah. I don't know. It 
that's a first world problem. I got it. I don't have many bad neighbor stories. I love I love the idea that the military police who, you know, from the outside, we imagine them like, you know, full riot gear kicking down a door with automatic weapons. Sergeant shit pickle, you are under arrest, you know. <laughs> what they're actually doing is like, oh, we lost the paperwork to tow this. Give us a few days. We'll be back. Yeah. People fail to understand that they are just regular cops uh, on the installation because I, the normal, because it's a federal jurisdiction, so military police have that authority, whereas if they left the installation, they would have absolutely no authority at all to do anything. So it's a weird balance. So did your neighbors know that you were the one who got that vehicle towed, and and did they care? I don't know, because they moved out two months ago. They're not here. Oh, all of them moved out. Yeah, they got. I thought it was just like one guy moved out. They're all gone, and they just left it there. Yeah, th- no. So that that oh, person, who he had, like it's, he either had a three or four bedroom home because of where he lives, but he had like eight people living in that house, <laughs> and they all flipping left, and I like they moved out completely, U hauls and everything, and. They, they've been gone, and someone else new has moved into that apartment or complex, whatever you want to call it. They've moved in, and they asked me, hey, is that your car? <laughs> no, it's not my car. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, hate that car. But it's gone now. It's dead. It died. Yeah. Oh, damn. All right. Paul, I want to hear your, at least one of your stories. You have multiple stories i think and then and then you and adam live together and you have a combined story too i think yeah i don't know i just i have bad neighbors until i've had no neighbors well even now still i can kind of say it (laughs) probably never hear this but (laughs) but anyways um i've had worse ones though that's for sure and I'm glad I live out in the woods now, but it was right when we first moved to, it was finally a house because we've had so many bad neighbors before. They're noisy, like either kicking on the floor or playing their music or they're kicking on the ceiling or playing their music up through the floor. I've had bad neighbors on both sides. They're loud either way. You think being downstairs is the only time when it's bad? It's not. It's, it's bad either way. If they're loud enough and obnoxious enough, which they all have been pretty much. But, you know, we finally had a separate house and we think, oh, everything's going to be good now. And we're just sitting around, we're watching like the office or some shit. And then all of a sudden, all the power goes out. And normally you would think, oh, well, the power in the neighborhood went out. But I went and I looked outside and I'm like, oh, it's just us. That's weird. And then I hear a knock at the door. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? I don't like this. And it's a kid. So I'm like, oh, well, that's harmless enough, right? And he opens up. He's like, hey, did your uh, power go out? And I'm like, yeah, it did. What's What What the hell is going on? Do you know? He's like, this guy, he just goes around and he, he just goes around and shuts out people's power. And I'm like, what? He's like, uh. Yeah, let's go check. So I'm just like, I just grab my hatchet and I'm like ready to split somebody's (laughs) skull open. Like, I'm just like, all right, let's go. Because 
to get to my power, it's in the basement. But to get to the basement, you have to go outside around to like a cellar door outside. There's no entryway to there. And I go in there and it's dark and nobody's in there. I just flip it back on and he's like, oh yeah, this kid, he just runs around. He's like throwing knives at telephone poles and doing weird shit. And like, he just made up like this weird elaborate story. And then like, you know, I was just all fucking freaked out at the time. But then like, I realized I'm like, this kid is lying. It was him. <laughs> it was fucking him. And I know it, but I can't prove it. And then like, and then he just like, after that, like, it was like he, he did this so he could, like, be my hero, almost. And then he would just always want to, like, come over and, like, talk to me and hang out. And I let him have, like, a fucking bonfire in my backyard once, which I, why am I rewarding this little fucking psycho? He just wants a tad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah, his, uh, he, he had me, he, like, made me go to, like, his family's house before and. What? It wasn't your average family, but uh, it was just like, just like, yeah, I don't really want to be here, like, but I, I have like a problem just like telling people no, so I just get in all these weird situations. But like, I see. So, what did he do to cut your power off? Did he just like shut it off at the box? Yeah, he just flipped the breaker because the breaker's okay. in the box. Because and then after that day, I was like, we're getting the fucking padlock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, we just have this unsecured power box. That's stupid. Every time Billy comes over, hey, the power went out again. It's crazy. You guys know anything about that? Yeah, I'm like, yep, never went out again after that. But <laughs> but there was a few other times, because eventually he got, like, sent away, like, to, like, Texas or somewhere, like, to live with his dad or someone else like he got sent away and I'm like oh god thanks this <laughs> just so good and then why would just always be like I hope this kid never comes back like this is just so weird there was other and then like the other neighbors across the street they were cool one of the kids egged our car but they weren't as bad as the kid shutting out the power and I don't even think he's the worst neighbor because he was like probably like 13, 12 years old. So I can't really say he's the worst. Yeah, but that's got to be scary. scared me the most. Yeah, that's got to be scary, especially for like, yeah. Amber. Like, Yeah, that neighborhood in general was just bad news because I'm pretty sure like the people down the street were selling crack. Like they had traffic going in and out all their time. And like one day, like this was when I was like at school. Amber calls me and, like, tells me this, like, crazy story. Like, this guy just, like, walked in through our front door. This was before we had our dog or he would have probably been dead. But Poe was there and she was, like, climbing up his leg. Like, she was trying to attack him. But he just, like, walked in act super weird. Like, she's like, can I help you? He's like, oh, yeah, what's up? <laughs> and, then, like, I think you got the wrong house. Oh, no, no. Cool. And then she's like, can I help you find what you're looking for? And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, see you later. <laughs> Leaves. Wow, that's like, scary. That's terrifying to actually hear. I didn't know that ever happened. Yeah, he just, like, walked in through the door, and, like, she didn't shut the door. She left the door open because she thought, like, something weird's going to happen. And I'm like, this is, this is where you take 
advice from fucking Moss from the IT crowd. Like a, a happy door is a closed door. Smack. Like, <laughs> what do you do? Like people just knock at your door and you never answer? Yeah, eventually they go away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just, if you don't know them, even the door shut. Wow. Wild, dude. Yeah. All right, Dale. Uh, before before the joined uh, conversation about what, what what's this guy scoop, scoop. Oh yeah, scoop. Okay, before the scoop story, um, Dale, let's hear yours because I know you said you had one. Yeah, it's actually kind of similar to the the power bandit child, you know, but oh, less wholesome, I would say. So I'm leave. I'm living with a buddy of mine. And we're fixing up this house in a neighborhood that, and let's be fair, was initially very, very ghetto. But for the last, like, four years before this, people had been fixing up their houses and trying to evict people that were just too disruptive. And, you know, it was it was getting a lot better, but we just happened to draw that lucky straw. Now, while we were doing this house... We had people living with us uh, that we would rent out rooms to that we knew, you know, they were friends. And one of them we did not know had become addicted to meth. And it just so happened that our neighbor was a chef. One day we come home and there is a garden hose and a power cable coming from the downstairs bathroom window leading to their house. So, of course, we uh, stop that shit couple weeks later, you know, after we've kicked this guy out, uh, we, we come back and, you know, he, my buddy, he checks his, uh, water bill cause the house is in his name. And he's like, well, why is my water bill so many hundreds of dollars more than usual? And, you know, we go to the water main up on the sidewalk and they've busted open the cap to our house and reconnected the garden hose and fed it to their place. We called the cops, and they come up and took a look at the hose and followed it out to their place and said, I can't figure out what's going on. Uh, I'm like, how much How much do you make off of every batch? Wow. Yeah. This sounds like an episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, it, it gets better, too. Not too long <laughs> after that. Uh, so my buddy had his motorcycle out back, and there was like a little alley with like a parking, you know, a bunch of like gravel parking lots behind the house. So he had his bike parked out back. And in order to get to where the bike was, you had to drive through like 10, 15 yards of grass. It wasn't right on the road. They managed to hit his bike and ram it into the house and then drive away with their van. So we called the cops and they come out and say it could have been anybody. We think the motorcycle did this. I'm like, one, there are two sets of tire tracks. I don't know how many motorcycles drive completely sideways like that. And two, their van is 30 yards away with dark blue paint on its white bumper, which perfectly matches the bright white paint on our dark blue house. I think that's them just saying that we don't care and stop calling us. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But uh, I ended up moving out not long after this, and then 
I think they got arrested for, you know, cooking meth. And after that, the neighborhood was great. I'd love to come visit. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a wild time. I don't even, I don't have a comment. That's, this is not a neighbor story, but speaking of people on meth, um, a place, it's a, a, a commission office that I work at. I won't say where, but I think it was like two weeks ago and you can read the, the news article. Ooh, this has to be good. A guy, it was during the day, so I, I wouldn't say he broke in because you can just walk right in through the door. But on the third floor, there's a ladder that goes up to the roof. This guy on meth was like climbing up through the ceiling, just to like, you know, like drop ceiling. He was just climbing in through like drop ceiling. So... The prosecutor's office, they just see feet come through the ceiling. And they're like, what the fuck is going on here? And then, um, like, so I think they call 911. And then he goes over to the commission office and he just, like, falls through onto the floor. Luckily, the guy wasn't in there at the time. Like, I think everybody had left that office to see what was going on in the other office. And by the time he got back, like... They're just what? the cops had already came and like handcuffed him, and he was there like shirtless. He was like, "Oh man, I'm I'm doing maintenance here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing some maintenance." Yeah, they didn't buy that one. I'm just uh, I'm just selling some Bibles door to door. Wow. Was he was he just like confused and like I am a raccoon now? Or was he was he trying to steal stuff or something? I mean, they found his meth pipe and like other paraphernalia up in the ceiling. So I think he just like he's like, oh, this is warm and cozy. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the future. He could, you know, sexually identify as a raccoon. Oh, I, I I'd love to know. He probably has like a whole manifesto he wrote and stuff too. <laughs> I think he was only like 25 or something. Like, it wasn't like an old old? dude. Like, like 25, I think. What? Listen, he may be 25, but his organs are easily 55 after all of that meth. That's not what I pictured, 25. This guy's not going to be getting any time off of his sentence for selling those things. You know, they're all ratty. No one wants them. Yeah. You can't look as good as Jesse all the time with his pearly whites. You know, that is a good way for these prisoners not to have to sell their organs for time off sentence. They all just get addicted to hard drugs that destroy their organs. <laughs> there you go. I, I don't imagine there'd be a lot of people that would qualify for that program. So, yeah. <laughs> for that exact reason. See, not the meth coon anyway. I can see somebody like shanking and be like, oh, you think you're going to get out with this kidney? <laughs> Not now. It's got holes in it. <laughs> you stand here with me. Uh, great. Great. All right. Um, that's hard to follow. All right, so let me hear about Scoop. I want to hear... Well, uh, uh, real quick, I have one that's like, this wasn't Paul's neighbor, but I think you heard her because you, you used to sleep on the couch quite often. The first person, the first neighbor that I ever had, 
I guess, apart from my parents' house. I know who you're talking about. This lady who had two young girls, and she just yelled at the top of her lungs every morning. Like, I, I partially understand her now that I have kids, but, like, at the same time, I don't, because you... The yelling only gets you so far, and after a while, you realize that that's like just not the right way to go about things. This lady never got the picture. It was every morning yelling, yelling, yelling at the top of her lungs to those kids to get a move and get out of bed, go to school, everything. I think at night too. I don't. Ugh. And yeah, Paul, she was Paul was my alarm like, clock over there would sleep on the couch right next to her living room. So he had to hear it the worst. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. It just screaming at the top of her lungs. How old were the kids? Do you know? Five, six, seven. Yeah, it was. Um, it it wasn't a good situation. We always were like, well, I don't. We shouldn't call the cops on her because that just, you know, like like maybe we should morally, but we didn't. And then she ended up calling the cops on us when we were having a party, just like a real small party, playing our music a little loud. And we're like, oh, my God, this bitch. <laughs> really? <laughs> Every day. Uh, you know, the guy downstairs from mine, Ron's first apartment, called the cops on us several times, too, for, like, playing, like, Beatles rock band and shit. Huh. Well, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I was there that one night. He just didn't like hippies. That's his problem, you know. Yeah, the cops just came and they're like, turn down that clicking noise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds yep. like a West Virginia state trooper or something. I don't know. He was referring yeah. to the uh, the bass drum on the rock band set. <laughs> oh. That's what the guy downstairs <laughs> described it to them as, the clicking noise. Turn down that clicking noise. Did you turn down the clicking noise? Well, we, we just we had to stop playing. It was the game had leaked about ten days early, so we were like, "We're gonna finish this bitch tonight." Right. We were playing it for like five hours. It was four in the morning. We we're like, "Yeah, I guess we'll just call it a night." Yeah. What was what was bothering the crazy guy downstairs on acid? That's that's a good question. Because I don't think we were playing no crazy music games that day. I don't remember that. Yeah, you do. The guy that was, he was friends with Ron's friend that got us in the movie theaters for free, Erica. Oh. Okay, you're <laughs> talking about when we lived together. Yeah, yeah. And he came up with his other friend, and he was just like all... Super angry and high. He was just like, you guys need to stop making noise. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, you know. We were so so chill. Because we were, Christian was there. And I was just like, well, you know, our friend's here. He's a big dude. Uh, I don't know, maybe you just hear him like walking around because we're not, we were just walking between the rooms and like playing video games. We weren't doing anything crazy. Yeah, we did. And he's just like blown up and like 
making some like empty threats, of course. And he was totally cool before we hung out with them before. And yeah, yeah, pretty normal. He gave me an old mattress that I used. The funniest thing about him, though, was that uh, he was paranoid. Yeah, that's the only way yeah. I can describe it because we later found out that like a lot of the times when he was complaining about us making noise, he thought that somehow we knew when he was masturbating <laughs> and that we would intentionally jump <laughs> on the floor to fuck with him. <laughs> We're like, this man must be masturbating what? all the time. <laughs> all the time. Every time I approach Climax, thunk, thunk, thunk. And his his dad was like the most mild mannered guy ever. Like, yeah. Like, Zach and Devin lived there as well, and they were going through their many, many domestic disputes. They like <laughs> broke a window, and like the, wow. I think the neighbors next door like flipped out, and like, he still gave me back my part of the deposit. Like, there was a broken window, and he's just like, oh, yeah, as long as it wasn't you, you can have back your part of the deposit. You're a good boy. <laughs> like, just... And then there was one day I was just, like, violently ill, and he had to show off the apartment. And I'm, like, I'm like throwing up and shitting at the same time. Like, luckily, there was a bathtub right in front of the toilet. So you could do that. And I just hear him go, Craig here. I'm like, okay, just don't show him the bathroom. Wow. (laughs) Wait, so how did you, backtracking just a little bit, how how did you know that he thought that about? We have mutual friends. Mutual friend that he confided in. (laughs) <laughs> which I would like to know how they just like took that with a straight face, but <laughs> yeah, that's what we found out later. Yeah. Listen, maybe uh-huh. this isn't the only such confession this man has made in his life. Yeah. You know? This is some wild lies. Yeah. He was a strange guy. Really loved lacrosse too. That's a weird sport to just really get into. I guess he probably played it in high school. Huh? No, I imagine not. He probably, yeah, yeah probably a bowler, <laughs> professional bowler or something. But our, uh, I think our craziest neighbors were actually at the house before him because yeah. that was, I don't know if you would call it the hood, but those people made it the hood. <laughs> <laughs> It was their hood now. <laughs> did you did you yeah. work at McDonald's at the time? Yeah. Was that the I one we were both above working the Circle K? Yes. Right across from the, the Circle K, there was like a pet shop back there. Like, you just walk right across the driveway to the pet shop. Uh, this, is, this is a weird, I, I, I doubt that's still there. I, I, I don't know. I honestly yeah, couldn't pet tell shop. you. Um, yeah, yeah, well, there, there we met Scoop. Yeah. He's a little guy, pretty, pretty short guy, shaved head. There's, you know, there are some people who, uh, they're very pale white complexion, but they get very into the urban lifestyle. <laughs> Scoop, Scoop was like 
a level beyond that. Scoop okay. believed that he was black. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, uh, legitimately, I'd, I'd say. Yeah, that's that's 100% accurate. He also, he also could not read. Oh, that why? did not stop him from trying to text you. <laughs> well, it did not make any sense. But what? the man did not know how to read. Oh, this is before the time of emojis, really. Yeah, this is like T9 borderline. Yeah, like he would just send you back like random shit, like cat, dog, and number <laughs> eight. Like you didn't know what the fuck it meant. Like I don't he dropped like, out nope. in kindergarten. Okay. He's like, all right, this is all I know. <laughs> Cat, dog, bird. Yeah. yeah. A lot of his life is just leaning on what he knew. It was a lot of the same jokes over and over again. Yeah. Every time he needed to name a uh, piece of smoking paraphernalia, it was Wesley Pipes. Every time. <laughs> and he'd laugh like it was the first time he'd ever said it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you would just come over and want to play video games all the time too and like we were playing like what was it like one of those it was like Just Cause 2 or something and he just like kept driving his truck off the cliff over and over again and just like dying in slow motion over and over again he thought it was like the funniest shit ever he just sat there for hours just killing himself over and over again Okay, so I I know you're talking about this legendary uh, scoop individual, but yeah, someone that came to mind, and I, I kind of hate that we didn't talk about during our McDonald's episode, is the legendary Jimmy. Oh yeah, um, you can't mention people like that without Jim Molini coming into the picture. You don't want to see him on the streets. <laughs> yeah, it's because he's cold blooded, dog. Today's my last day, dog. You know, he told me that the very first day I met him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I come into the McDonald's. <laughs> it's my very first day. And, you know, Jimmy, <laughs> for those for those of you who were never privileged enough to know Jimmy in his time, he, uh, and I'll, I'll say this gently, his, he always was a child. I don't care how old he was. He had the brain of a child, but he thought he was a black child. And he wasn't. <laughs> you know, he was... I would say that he's like the wholesome version of the kind of person that Scoop was. Yeah, because Jimmy was great. Yeah, Jimmy was, yeah. was awesome. I met this guy. No, yeah, I, I met this guy very first day at McDonald's. He's like, hey, dog, today's my last day, dog. I'm like, Jimmy, that's terrible. I just <laughs> met you. And I come in the next day, there he is. I'm like, Jimmy, I thought I thought yesterday was your last day. He's like, yeah, dog, today's my last day, dog. <laughs> But you're right. That's exactly, and he had that uh, um, like, he had that tattoo, the Steelers logo, but it looked like a kindergartner did it. Yeah, because his cousin <laughs> did it or something. Yeah, he was the biggest Steelers fan ever, though. I mean, he was. Yes. He was. We need to have a McDonald's episode too. We didn't talk we about. Do. I didn't get to join or anything. I felt so sad. We didn't talk about, you know, the, the the guy who wrote his own Nickelback music and that we sat in the dark in his house oh. for, like, hours playing Scrabble, yeah, waiting to meet Gerald, that. and it never happened. What? Yeah, see, these are the stories that you should have had. <laughs> we had the opportunity. Just nobody wanted to do well, it. Well, I'd probably block that from my mind. You know, that was... 
Yeah, we'll have we'll have a uh, McDonald's episode part two. Um, yeah, let me know. I want to be in with that. He wa- he wanted to marry Miranda after he got her some new teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she win some contest, like worst teeth in the state or something, and that's why she got free dental work? I don't know. I hope so. I heard that. Yeah, I think it happened when I was working at Taco Bell with her, and like. She came in all thrilled and explained what happened, and I'm like, there is no way that you are happy about this. <laughs> but then she come in with her new teeth, and she could smile again, so. Hey, good for her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what exactly meth does to fake teeth. Does it do the same thing? You know, they're probably gone by now. I was going to say, I guess if you, if you look her up, you'll probably be able to find out. <laughs> Boy, we ought to have a McDonald's reunion. No. And meet all these people again. See where they are. Well, no. We can't meet all of them. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh-huh. Rest in peace, Jimbo. Well, did did Pete work at McDonald's too? He did. As three people yeah. died. Jimbo, Pete, and then um, I forget. I think I called him Gerald in, in my story. But yeah, Gerald, he, uh, he also died. I mean, Damn, McDonald's is not kind. Well, I don't think it was McDonald's that killed them. They're not like ground <laughs> up in the patties and you, like know. you know of. I hope Jimmy wasn't in anybody's Happy Meal. It was the butterfly effect. You never seen that shit. <laughs> the, you know, Sean threw a McChicken. <laughs> Chain <laughs> reaction. I didn't throw the McChicken. <laughs> That's, oh wait, no. Yeah, he threw a McChicken. Sean the, threw his the fist. The reverberations off of your skull from yeah. that McChicken. Yeah, it, it 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 tainted the air. Get it right and and fucking mess with their minds. This is all just a dream. We're gonna wake up tomorrow and still be working at McDonald's. You're gonna wake up after getting hit with that McChicken. You've been <laughs> you've been in a coma <laughs> for ten years now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that'd be a horrible. You're going to wake up and Jimmy's just going to be like, dog, wake up. You don't want to see me on hey, the street. Hey, you okay, dog? You're going to be like, where Where are my children? Yeah. <laughs> You're coming to my Super Bowl party. Watch yeah. the Steelers. <laughs> oh, hell. Right. Well, we're all going to hell. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> You don't put that shit on me. So bad neighbors. Back <laughs> <laughs> right so, to the neighbors. I guess we didn't really say why Scoop was a bad neighbor. Uh, just kind of described him, but you know he was. Uh, after a while, that does get old, and uh, he was very involved with hanging out with us for a while there, and uh, hard to say no to someone who can just you know come right over and knock on your door in about three yeah. seconds. Uh, but there was there was some, like, bad stuff going on in his house, so I can't entirely blame him. Uh, yeah, no, his dad was not the best person, probably. But... We, well, I don't think, I don't know if I ever even told you this, but we talked to the landlord, uh, me and another guy, after we moved out, and we were, like, giving him rest of our rent or deposits or something we had to drop it off at his office 
and he was talking about how he basically thanked us for having cleaned up as well as we did because the apartment next to us, which would oh. have been scoops, is like, yeah, there, I found a bunch of like, you know, heroin spoons and needles in there. It's oh. like, that was a bad scene. It's like, oh, so they were doing that shit or like the rest of his family was doing that shit i think the rest of it i don't think he was i think i knew him well enough to not see that he was doing that yeah well how old was the scoop guy now that you're talking about his family being there i was envisioning something different i'm not sure probably like mid mid 20s or early 20s have you i don't know if you ever met him but if you want to know what he looks like have you ever seen the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles. He kind of looks like Michelangelo from that. Oh, I was gonna say a young, young, chunkier Joe Pesci. Short oh eye. <laughs> that's, that's maybe a little bit more accurate, but no, I like oh, the Ninja Turtles reference. But, I mean, have you seen that shit? Tell me, he doesn't look like Michelangelo from that shit. That's true. I've never seen them, so. I, that's odd that you never ran in them. If I have, I just don't remember. We, we'll sh- we'll show you a picture later. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there were, there was him, and then everybody, um, everybody else there was sort of, was just sort of like a ghetto block to live in. Yeah. And, and they all shared bed bugs with us or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we brought the bed bugs to be fair. That was we got I got them from that first place blocked down. But Okay, uh, so we're the we're the fucking <laughs> here are the bad neighbors. We're the terrible people. Here's a PSA right now. Don't get fucking bed bugs. That is the worst shit. You know, pray for cockroaches instead. Cockroaches are way better. If you do get bed bugs, do not call an exterminator. I have two words for you. Diathematious Earth. Go to Lowe's and get it. It's $12 a bag. Just throw it everywhere in your floor, but try not to breathe it in. It, <laughs> it kills it anything that crawls. And it's the only thing that will kill them because they've developed an evolutionary immunity to sprays. <laughs> it's like they're getting stabbed with like thousands of little tiny glass pieces that also dehydrate them. But like you, you spread it around everything. It looks like you're doing like fucking like incantation circles or some <laughs> weird shit. Like people are gonna think you're trying to do spells or something. But I was like, no, fucking bed bugs. <laughs> They're terrible. I don't know. It sounds like you're doing a bed bug spell to me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess bed bugs could be considered a neighbor. They're very bad. They're the worst neighbor. That's the worst neighbor. Guaranteed. <laughs> Listen, once I'll you have bed bugs, they're family. Well, you'll you'll okay. take the, the kid breaking into your breaker box and turn off your power like any day of the week. Yeah. Because getting rid of bed bugs was no small fee. Like we did everything. Like fucking he had his mattress zip locked up. We fucking called an exterminator, put this powder on shit. Like, what I'm reading, it's like saying, like, you got to vacuum every page of every single fucking book you have. They're going to hide in your light sockets. There's no escape. I pretty much had to take every article of clothing that I owned, put it in a black trash bag, fucking take it all to the laundromat, do everything on, like, high heat. 
and then bring it into the new place. I had to move, bring it into the new place, and then get all new furniture. And then the bastards were finally gone. That sounds... That's a battle of attrition right there. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. You'll lose furniture. You'll lose sleep. You'll lose possessions and hours of your life. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody, like, fucking killed themselves because of bedbugs. It could probably drive a man who didn't already have a good life to do something... They're terrible. Like all those memes that you see about people burning shit down because of the spiders, that's like the real life what you would do with the bed bugs. Yeah, for real. I've I've been very fortunate in the fact that I've never had to deal with them. We we almost this is gonna be a terrible landlord episode now, but uh we almost I thought about it too. Terrible landlords. We were gonna mm. move into another place. Luckily, this is a story about good crackheads. The crackheads live next door. They're like, hey, because we already had the shit signed and everything, but we didn't give it to the dude yet. And we're just about to move in, but we already gave him money, like a deposit and shit. We're moving in, and these crackheads next door are like, you're moving in here? This place got bed bugs. Check it out. I called the guy. He's like, oh, no, no, no. We don't have bed bugs. I didn't believe him. I called the exterminator. They're like, yeah, we're finding like carcasses. He didn't find any live ones, but him finding carcasses was enough to know that he at least lied to me somewhat because he had to have known they would at least have been there yeah. at some point. And I'm like, we're backing out. Give me my fucking money back. He's like, no, no, no. You signed the papers. I'm like, you don't have shit. Give me my fucking money back. And then he never did. He was like, oh, I got to hold on to this money for all the money I've lost waiting to find a new tenant since you guys are fucking me over. So I lost 600 bucks Oof. on this bastard. Who who was this? Slumlord. I don't care if people okay. know his name. Fuck this okay. guy. If you want to, like, find this motherfucker Slumlord. and fuck up his life, <laughs> go for it. He's a bitch. Uh, Actually, you can, you, can, you, can, you can bleep that out if you want to, maybe... Maybe I cross slack. That's my next. That's that's my next YouTube short. <laughs> I mean, yeah, nah, he's a bastard. Um, His son is not as bad though. His son was okay. So yeah, McDonald's Part Two, and then uh, Bad Landlords, both excellent ideas for a follow-up episode. We just got. It's difficult to get us all here. I mean, obviously, since Dale hasn't been here for two recordings, I think. Two or three? Yeah, something like that. I didn't just been one. Really? I thought it was it's only easily one. five. <laughs> <laughs> well, we took a week off. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, it feels yeah, like yeah. it's been... That's another thing I wanted to say. I was really happy that we were able to come and just meet again because even though it was only one week um, off, I felt like it was over a month and I was so excited to come and record... And have my weekend, because I didn't get my weekend last weekend, and that really just was not fun. I told you guys I had a 24-hour duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. I got, I get pissed off at four-hour shifts, and then I see you Paul has something to hours. say. Yeah, I guess we should probably use this. This is actually functional. But I, instead, I just blurt shit out over top of you guys like an <laughs> asshole. And I never think I'd do it, but then I always like listen to the podcast. And I'm like, I'm a fucking asshole. 
Can I can I do one last bad neighbor? Yeah, we got time. Am I allowed to say her name? You know her. I highly doubt she'll ever listen to this. And okay, uh, I guess it doesn't even matter. But um, so I guess it said I had a lot of downstairs neighbors, blast of music. Well, this one was an upstairs neighbor, and like it would be like three a.m. And, like, I don't even know. I don't know if Brant Waver was friends with some of them, but she, like, saw they were posting something like girls high heel night or something somewhere on their Facebook or some shit. So you just hear them, like, it's like you got a bunch of goddamn horses, like, fucking upstairs just, like, going ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, all the time at 3 a.m., they're just, like, always playing music, always doing fucking annoying-ass bullshit every night. We can't sleep. We're pissed off. We have to work at like fucking eight in the morning. I get pissed. And then like, I think one day Amber has to go to work. I have a day off, but they still kept us up all night. So I just like blast, like I can just crank the stereo up as much as possible. Cause I'm like, I know you've been up drinking all night and this is going to be fucking hell to you. So like, if you ever heard like the, the, the Hey Ya song, not the, the four non blondes, but like the, the fucking version that has like He-Man on it. Just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just play that for like fucking hours, <laughs> cranked up as loud as humanly possible, and I'm just like, fuck you. And then one day, it's like probably like late afternoon, evening, not even nighttime, and I'm just like listening to some fucking metal pretty loud because I just don't give a fuck at this point anymore. But who do I get to piss off now? Nobody. Other than people who have already pissed off. And then I just hear, like, someone stomping on my floor like they want me to stop. And I'm just like, had it with you. I just, like, march up. I beat on her fucking door. And I'm like, you have a fucking problem? <laughs> and she's just like, I'm trying to study. I'm fucking pre-med. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. Shut the fuck up. You're loud all the fucking time. Go fuck yourself. And I just leave and go back down and continue doing my business. I'm just like, how can you be so inconsiderate? Like, you're keeping me up all fucking night and I'm still legally playing loud music. Yeah. You got, you got no grounds be pissed off at me. You have no high heels to stand on. Yeah, you got no high heels to stand on. <laughs> I I remember her from school. She was... You pissed me off. Yeah. Really bad. She wasn't a nice person in high school, so... I am not normally confrontational. I'm usually just like, I'm just going to sit down here and be pissed. That so day I was just like, yeah. I've had enough. She, she ain't all the sleepless nights and she's just going to be a fucking bitch during the day. Hell no. So it's pre-med students, bro. I want to know yeah. what she, what she was, uh, well, I guess I want to know where she's at now. Uh, I don't know. She moved out eventually and then the next people were just a bunch of like redneck dudes who like, I guess their keg was sitting on her ceiling one day and I just see this like bubble Oh, no. Coming from the ceiling, it's like dripping. I'm like, it smells like fucking beer. 
I'm like, yo, dude, there's beer coming. I think Amber went up and was like, tell him there's beer. Sure thing. He's like, no way, man. And then we brought him down. And I was like, this is this is fucking beer. It's like a giant bubble of beer coming through my ceiling. He's like, oh, well, we better move that. And uh, I'll come down and spackle this. Don't tell the landlord. <laughs> Amber knew, so that was kind of awkward. But we didn't want to be a dick. So I was just like, okay, he did a shitty job of fixing it. And then he, he gave me a... a uh, a beer that night. He's like, "Here, have a beer, man." I said, "It'll everything's make everything good. better." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> sure." I mean, at least he wasn't a douche. But he exercised redneck etiquette. Yeah, yeah, better than Marina. At least he gave me a fucking beer. So, all right. I think that's probably the cherry on the top. I think we we pretty much hit this one out of the park. Like I said before on other episodes, I feel like we finish recording and then immediately, just like the McDonald's episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, how did we not talk about Jimmy? How did we not talk about uh, Tracy sleeping in the, the the lobby all the time and all these Bruce. other people? Bruce, <laughs> yeah. The actual, actual slave of McDonald's, Tracy. But it's crazy, right? You, you get done recording and it's like, oh my gosh, I we forgot all these awesome stories. But I think we Randy. did. <laughs> But I think we hit a lot of the good ones tonight, so I'm uh, slightly looking forward to editing this. <laughs> the editing is starting to become more and more taxing. I'm sorry. Don't be. I mean, I, it, podcast is my idea. If I didn't want to edit, then I wouldn't be recording. So, again, thank you guys so much for coming out and recording and making time in your busy days and busy weekends that you, I know you guys don't have a lot of time off to yourself so thank you guys so much for joining us today on this episode of Terrible Tirades and I hope to see you next time